That's better. I don't know what the hell's going on with this. <laughs> I've closed the app and I opened it again and it worked. Yeah, there you go. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with host Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hi. And we're going to start today's We Don't Go Out chat with our Netflix club. Um, so, full spoilers on uh, Death Note, I Don't Feel At Home In This World Anymore, and Okja. So, three films were on our net club, Netflix club because we were getting uh, <laughs> getting behind, they were stacking up, but we are caught yes. up. So let's start with let's start with I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, a film set in Australia, starring is it Australia? Yeah, did you not notice? I thought it was, but I just the you didn't like this film. <laughs> no, I did. I did in the end. Oh, you did in the end. I would, yeah, I thought it was such a slow start. Are you sure that was Australia? Hundred percent. Oh my god, I'm. I really need to IMDb that because the accents were throwing me and I, I just... Well, I assumed it was America because it had um, Frodo in it. What's his name? Um, Elijah Wood. Yeah. So I saw him in the trailer and thought, oh, it's American. But I've seen her before in Australian things and just from the architecture of the house... All, all the yeah. properties, definitely Australia. I hadn't checked it. I'm just, I'm just confident. I... I kind of when I was watching it at first, I thought this is Australia. <laughs> but then but I did. I thought it was Australia because Michael Blair. Is it, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. He's in a couple of films I've seen, and but I don't know. I just I didn't think it was when I started um, watching it more. I thought, is this America? Like the the um, cops accent and stuff like that. No, I was. It was definitely um, Australia. You sure? Hundred percent. No, you've doubted me now, but I'm sure it was in my head. You're gonna have to Google it. You are gonna have to Google it right now and, and find out. All right, let's Google and we'll edit out the dead bit in between. Uh, maybe it's just meant to be kind of confusing in that aspect. I don't know. Unless I just oh, country of origins, America, USA. I thought it was based in America. You just said it, you thought it was Australia. No, no, at first, <laughs> when it first started, I thought it was Australia. But then when the cops and that came into it, I thought, oh, this is America, it's based in America. It was a bit like it follows when you can't guess the era mm. or the um, location, anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when it started, it just had that kind of, oh, it sounds daft, but it kind of felt like an Australian movie. I've seen quite a few like and mm. it felt like that and but when the cops came into it then I started to think oh it's an American movie like an American indie mm. it had the American oh. indie vibe god knows it doesn't matter anyway basically so do you want to go first and then I'll well yeah it's inconclusive but I don't really say where it's set so do you want to give your thoughts uh, yeah I really enjoyed it straight away I was I was in I was enjoying it. So I was surprised when I got your text. Because you said you'd watched 35 minutes and turned it off. You're going to watch it in bits and bobs. Yeah. So you went, did you go back and do it in one last sitting? Yeah, I think maybe it was my mood on the initial. I think maybe. Normally I love films like that. Because I, I loved Green Room and um, Blue Ruin, which are both films you should watch if you enjoyed that. Um, he stars in both of them. Um, the director from... 
Um, I don't feel like there's harm in this world anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it started, like you say, I was in at the beginning. I thought it was quite funny. And I wasn't sure where, because I didn't read the synopsis. I was like, Where's, what's going on with this? Is it kind of like that film with Will Ferrell when he kind of just sits on his lawn drinking all day because his wife's left him and... And then, uh, I've not seen that. Is it, I can't think what it's called. It's called Yard Sale or something. I can't think anyway. And then I was like, okay. And then that thing happened, that scenario, a situation happens with um, Elijah Ward, and he's like this really quirky, strange kind yeah. of trying to get his spiritual karma right, is he? Something like that. Yeah, he's very on the edge, isn't he? Yeah, and, um, and then she goes to get the laptop back and I thought yeah that's quite funny and then um, I think the burger the first burger scene happened I was like nah. I didn't like that character Christopher was it the son of the rich guy yeah yeah uh, so I turned it off and then I kind of came back to it the next day and yeah I enjoyed it the next day oh yeah <laughs> it, fl- it flew by I think it was just my, my uh, mood at the time well it does kind yeah, of it. it does ch- kind of change gears doesn't it Yes, it does. It gets it gets quite violent the second half. I didn't find the ending, um, the very ending, yeah, after the kind of um, confrontation in the house when they leave the house and you know them on the run. I didn't find that very satisfying, kind of. We're doing know. full spoilers, so where where are you talking after you think Elijah? Yeah, when dead. she gets in the, you know, she gets in the boat and she rolls across the lake and she leaves here. She bur- not buries him, but she puts him in the woods. Mm. And the guy chases her. And I kind of found that a bit, a bit unsatisfying that she just threw a couple of rocks at him. And he fell in there and got bit by a snake. And then he kind of like he's crawling back. Does he? Doesn't he die? Mm. Probably does. But I would have just preferred if she'd like it been something stupid, like she just beat his head in or something. Daft. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that would have fit the plot because <laughs> it was quite gruesome up to that, that point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, Blue Ruins like that, um, just small moments of violence and they're, they're much more powerful yeah. than you know, something like Saw where it's complete ghoul in every other scene. Mm. I think it's just the complete normality of the situations then like ultra-violence, ultra-gore for just like a split second. It really packs yeah. a punch, doesn't it? Yeah, the the, ha- the shotguns when they shoot the hands when she blows her own hand off. Mm. Those both those scenes were quite yeah really bad. And the um, the stabbing bit when she stabs Elijah Wood, I can't stand stabbing scenes. I really, <laughs> they really uh, they get under my skin quite bad. You know when they're stabbing them up like that in the stomach, mm. in the torso. But, yeah, it was a good film. I really, I really enjoyed that. I wasn't disappointed at all with that one. I like that. I think I'd recommend it to my friends who like those kind of like I say, like Blue Ruin and the Green Room and stuff like that. I think they'd enjoy it. They'd get something from it. Mm. Definitely. Cool. So that gets a recommendation. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, hopefully people watched it and you know are joining in now. Mm-hmm. And so let's go on to Death Note, the one that kind of muscled its way in just by virtue yeah. of the fact that it was released so quickly mm. went onto our Netflix club watch list yeah and you've not seen the anime no so what did you think of the live action I really really enjoyed it until the very end the very last scene okay um, and spoilers yeah mm, yeah full spoilers 
Yeah, and the very last scene in the hospital when he kind of, I can't remember his final words, just found that last part really unsatisfying. Um, Because he's back, isn't he? I can't, is it Ryuk or something like that? Mm-hmm, Ryuk. I think he's back at the end, isn't he? And I can't remember what's said between them, but I was like, really enjoyed it up until then. Obviously, I knew there was some sort of twist with the book and he wrote something from him surviving and that, but... I thought I that, like that was clever. I don't think that happened in the anime. No, I, I did like that, and because I, I, I liked, I kind of expected the girl to double cross him, but not to the extent she did. Mm. I just thought she'd start writing names in the book. Mm. Um, um, I don't know if the book, if the film kind of tripped over itself at times, though, because they were saying like only the someone can write in the book, and then she was writing in the book, and but he was the owner of the book, and I thought, well, why is she? telling him she wants the book back, she wants him to give her the book when she's already wrote something in the book and it's going to work. I thought, why doesn't she just take the book? Yeah, the rules got a bit twisted up in the film. Yeah, I was going to say, kind of, I was thinking to myself at one point, so she had the book, but she gave him the book back after she wrote his name in the book, knowing it would kill him. Why didn't she just keep the book? Why did she give it him, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got, I, was, I got a bit lost around that, like you sound like you have. Yeah. <laughs> got a bit confusing. I, 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 um, what did you think of Riot as a character? Yeah, I thought he was really cool. I really liked him. I thought William Defoe's voice was perfect, perfect <laughs> from, in my opinion. I think it suited him really well. Um, I thought he was going to be a bit more scary for some reason. But his, his, um, his kind of introduction, the way he pops up and that was good. But mm. then... He's kind of like, when he talks to him, he's a bit of a clown, like, in a way, like a bit of a joker. Yeah, definitely. A psychotic joker, obviously, but, um, yeah, he just kind of, I wanted to be scared of him. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I wanted him to be quite scary. I kind of felt like the film didn't need him. Yeah, you're probably right. He just needed the book. He kind of... I know I don't know if it's got anyone on board from these films, but when the first scene happened, I was like, "Oh my god, this is our final destination!" By <laughs> <laughs> like all these little events all linked up to kill off the kid. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens in Final Destination, isn't it? And I was yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, it did feel a bit but, like uh, that. A bit like whatever. It's just going to manipulate the situation to kill this person yeah. at this particular time. Yeah. Um. Another thing that confused me a little bit was. And, you know, some people might say, you dumb. But were the police and everyone aware that somebody had this book? Because the way they was talking was like... What was the name of the killer now? The, the, the pretend serial killer they created. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, it, you had that, that detective, didn't you, who was saying, I know this, and then he showed him his, his face. But were the coppers and all the government officials aware that it was someone using a book or not? No. Yeah, but he was, but he never told them that it was a book or whether it was too stupid. And then, you know, like when he mentions at the table, your son is the killer. Mm. And I said to myself, well, sure, he goes mad and grabs him. But surely he would have just laughed it off. Like, that's preposterous. You know, mm. how did he get to Tokyo to kill those when he was here? And stuff like that. It was just kind of... It, it all moves at such a quick pace in the film because it's obviously condensed a whole massive anime yes. series into a film. 
I found it quite disjarring, quite um, because in the in the anime, because I've seen the anime, it goes at a much more gradual pace, and it's all sort of what mm-hmm. he's doing with the book gets more. Uh, it builds more gradually, more slowly, and what he can do with it, and what he learns about it. Yeah, and I think they cut out some of the lore of the book, or, yeah. they, or they find an interesting way to introduce it in the anime by when there's an ad break, it just gives you a rule from the book, like a loading screen mm. says, this is something you can do with the book. And it just throws it in there. And then later, and then you know that, so they don't have to like feed it into the plot. And it's much better paced. Yeah. And also, I mean, that's a given though, isn't it? The TV series to a film. Yeah. I think they, anime, sorry. I think they, they tried to do a lot in a, it was almost like a montage. Basically they, they squeezed yeah. a lot of it in. And it would have been better as a changed. Netflix live series, wouldn't it? Live action series. Yeah, it would have been really good. I think a film was maybe the wrong format for it. Yeah. Or just do a longer film or a two-part film. Yeah. But the biggest difference for me was the lead character, the guy with the book, I can't remember his name now. Yeah. In the anime, he's a dick. You really don't like yeah. him. <laughs> I mean, he's just... A, yeah. Not at the beginning, yeah. The first, at first, he's not very likable, but he's not a dick. Yeah. Um, but then, as he gets his power and he starts to like slowly manipulate him and twist him, it goes to his head a bit. Yeah. He's really not very likable. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, he's a bit. He's quite easygoing. He's quite likable, even though he's killing these people. He's doing it for the right See, reasons. See, I, I did kind of grow to. I did dislike him. Did you? That's in the interesting. Film. Yes, because. Um, I just thought to myself, yeah, you got this power, and straight away you're killing that kid because he picked on you. Um, and like it was just the fact that like when he chose the kid outside and he was like, um, matter manner of death, and he put decapitation. I thought, whoa, <laughs> that's really strong. That's quite a nasty way to kill someone, like straight yeah. off the bat. But do you think he thought it just wasn't going to work? No, I, I I think he did, and. Oh, you know, maybe I'm wrong, and he didn't. But it's just like he went on this huge killing spree afterwards. I was like, you know what? You're a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, regardless of what these people have done, you're just, you know, you are. Yeah. A murderer. Yeah. So it was an odd one for me. In the anime, he's really arrogant and super intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's quite a formidable. He's like a. He's like a superhero. He's got a really good power complete and no one knows who he is yeah and he can just kill at will mm. there's a lot more in the book and and Ryuk um, is more important. it was all a bit OTT wasn't it do you know what I mean like like the detective um, I can't remember his name the young kid um, who played um, the Light. detective what is his name Light yeah it could have but I'll get it from the anime in that book he was just so over the top, like, and it was just like, it kind of felt like he was trying too hard to be a bit um, Sherlock mm. in what in ways, and, you know, I don't know, I don't, he didn't, I don't want to say. He didn't, he didn't do a great job with the character, but then he had to do a lot in a short amount of time because of the, the yeah. film format. I sounded like I hated it, but I enjoyed it. I found it a fun film to watch. I, would, I don't think I'd watch it again. But I would say, if someone says to me, oh, give me so much to watch on Netflix, that would probably pop up and I'd say, yeah, you might like that. It's not bad. It's short. It's fun. Um, but 
I think I might have enjoyed it more had I not seen the anime. Yeah, possibly, yeah. I mean, like you say, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I did enjoy it. Mm. But you know, kind of afterwards, you, when you think about a film, something like that, you can pick apart for fun. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to think about it too long. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. All right, so let's move on to our last film, which was Okja. Mm-hmm. This was a Netflix original, wasn't it? It was indeed. Netflix made movie. Uh, did you enjoy this one? Yes, I did. Yeah, I felt I like. Thought... I'll go. I said I felt like it didn't quite connect with me. There's nothing really wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't quite connected with it. Like I didn't feel emotionally attached to anything going on. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like. I wasn't like on my phone or anything. I was giving it my full attention. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't invested. I never bought into the relationship between Oksha and was it Ming? I can't remember her name. Mayo? <laughs> May, May, Mayim or something? Whatever. I can't um, remember. Go with me. I can't remember. But either way, um, I thought near enough, she was a good character, but I couldn't get the, I couldn't buy into the relationship between her and Okja because um, I don't think there was enough prior. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas in E.T., you kind of get like 40, 45 minutes of Elliot and E.T. bonding and becoming one. And in yeah. this, you kind of just get her playing with him on the mountain and he saves her life. But it was shite. It, like that scene, <laughs> sorry, that scene was shite. Like it was kind of like, oh, yeah, this giant pig's got the intelligence to do that. Instead of something simple, like, it could have been something so much more simple to show the bond between them. Like, she's... I don't know. Under attack from Probably, other animals. She's trying to get something out of a tree. He kind of comes over, helps, lifts her up. You know, she falls, he lands, and he just kind of, she lands on it. Something as simple as that, not the cliff scene, which was kind of OTT. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, the cliff scene didn't work for me either. I haven't come no, pinpoint why, but it just didn't quite work. I didn't sense any danger from it because it was so early in the film. Mm. Um, which, you know... It was, I don't know. That was probably the the part, the worst part of the film for me. That cliff scene. Mm. Um, I think it picked up big time after that. The mall scene when they rescue Okja in the trucks. Oh, the, the was, chase scene. Yeah, brilliant, oh, hilarious. I mean, yeah. it was comic, comedic timing and genius was brilliant. Um, the guy who works for I can't remember the name of the is it Miranda Corporation mm-hmm. and. You know, he has some brilliant little lines um, when he finds up his wife and says, what flavour, What's what scented shower gel do we have? <laughs> you know, after the poop or lantern. Yeah. He had loads of little lines like that throughout. Um, I thought she was really good. She's a good and everything, though, isn't she, Tilda? Tilda Swinton, is it? Yeah. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was fantastic. Um, I've seen his character. him do that sort of stuff, but he was really good. Yeah. The only, only scene which... Um, I didn't find him comfortable to watch, but it kind of didn't work for me. It was this kind of torture scene where he kind of, you know, takes the meat from Alja. I didn't mm. buy into that at all. Again, um, I don't know why. What's his name? Herman was in there from um, Breaking Bad. It just seems so underused. Who was that? You remember, is it Herman from? Um, I can't remember if his name was Herman. You know, the guy from Breaking Bad. The big-time drug dealer. 
I don't think I even remember him being in it. Yeah, he's the um, he's Miranda's, you know, assistant. Oh no, it wasn't Herman. It was Gus. Gus, that was it. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think anyone could have done that role. He just had a few lines and. Mm. But I loved. I, I really did. I wouldn't say I loved the film, but I really, really enjoyed it. I thought like that mall seems great. I, I did find the factory scene at the end quite bad. It kind of went from. Kind of went to almost a horror. That yeah. reminded me of Abe's Odyssey, where all the muckadons are just in the field, you know, like ready not, to be not, not played it. turned into meat. Mm. They've just got the thousands of these, um, what they call them, super pigs mm. in fields, and they're just going in, killing them, turning them into meat. And I thought, oh, God, this is really, this took a turn for the... Well, it was obviously that's where it was going to go, and they showed more oh, of yeah. it than I thought perhaps they were going to. Yes. It was just like a proper slaughterhouse. Yes. Dead, yes. dead super pigs hanging up all over the place. The yeah. scene I found that stuck with me, because I didn't buy into that whole thing. I, that's what I mean when I wasn't connected. Yeah. I just, I didn't really care, which sounds yeah. horrible. <laughs> but so also I thought they you, all looked Because exactly of being a vegetarian, you might have been more... Um, well, I'm not a vegetarian. Danny's... Danny's I know you're not, but you, yeah, you don't I'm, eat... I hardly eat any meat, but I yeah. do eat meat. But um, yeah, I just I wasn't connected, and I think I think her super pig Archer didn't wasn't distinctive enough. They all looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't pick hers out of a crowd and feel connected no. to it. No. Like, no discernible features like that, and the super intelligence that they obviously exhibit throughout the film just mm-hmm. disappears when they're being told to go and die because yeah. they're, they're powerful animals they're big they're like hippos mm-hmm. they could do damage and they just accept it and walk in and that's it well they are electric they're prod, he's prodding them isn't he he's kind of like mm. he's got that electric prod like a cattle prod to force them into the uh, ramp mm. but I found the scene quite I found that was quite a good scene when the two parents kind of hold the fence up for their child to get out and Okja puts it in its mouth yeah, that was a, two super cows, super pigs even, um, yeah. let their little baby one go, because they know, obviously they know they're about to be killed and eaten. Yeah. And they let Okja take their little one. Mm. Again, it did, that didn't connect with me. I don't know why. The scene that stuck with me most from Okja was probably the scene where they bring in that massive pig thing, the really big male one to mate with her. Yeah, yeah. That felt like a rape scene. Yes. It was really uncomfortable. Horrible. Yeah. I was like, they're animals and this kind of happens with animals. But because they're like, there's that level of intelligence there, this just feels really, really uncomfortable and rapish. Yeah. That's the bit, that's the scene that stuck with me the most. Because it was uncomfortable. Yeah. I hate rape. I can't, I can't, I really struggle with it and it's in films. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, Okja, that was a good film. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't quite get me. Yeah, I think I enjoyed it, but it didn't have the emotional punch it thought it had. Yeah, that's it. Or it, or it needed. Did you like? Did you shed a tear or well up at any point? Did I well up at all at any point in that? Yeah. No. 
Not no. even close enough. No, yeah, see, that's what I mean. I wasn't connected. And I think you're supposed to. You're definitely supposed to. Yeah, I think you're definitely supposed to at the, um, at the rape scene, or the mating scene, should I say. Um, um, definitely in the factory, mm-hmm. slaughterhouse. And possibly at the end when, you know, they're there and they've got this little baby big in that book. I didn't, I just didn't kind of connect for me in on that level mm. at all. I don't know if it was because it was too jokey, too, too pantomime the characters, possibly. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mixed, mixed bag. Okay. Yes, yes. Good film, but like you say, um, I wouldn't say it's essential viewing. Right, that so that was our Netflix club films, three mm-hmm. of them. Should we, you want to name our new ones now for next time? Yes, let's go. Okay, so I'm picking uh, "Look Who's Back," which is uh, on Netflix. Obviously, it's about um, Adolf Hitler uh, wakes mm-hmm. up after the death scene in the bunker. After he dies in the bunker, he just wakes up in modern day Manhattan, mm-hmm. and we'll see where it goes. Okay, what's I've only called? really know the premise, and that's it. It's called Look Who's Look Back. Look Who's Back. Okay, doke. And your pick, do you remember what you picked? Shimmer Lake. No. Yeah. Shimmer Lake, yes. <laughs> yes, that was it. Okay, doke, that's yeah. my choice. That's it, I know nothing about this at all. I've already added I'd... it to my watch list on your say-so. Yeah, I've only I've got this, read the synopsis, so... Could be an interesting one. Okay. So going in a bit blind on that one. Is it a horror? That yeah. sounds like a horror. Um, it seems kind of like, a, from looking at the video that quickly shows, like a bit of a thriller, kind of mm. detective. So we'll see. Cool. So speaking of horror, which we kind of did, um, <laughs> you've been on a bit of a horror binge. Big time, yeah. So this isn't part of our Netflix club, so we'll try and avoid spoilers. Yes. But you've watched The Purge 3, Insidious 3, The Conjuring, The Woman in Black. Four horrors. Yes. Busy boy, Dave. Yeah, I have been. Oh, and It, too. Yeah, It. That was, yeah. Well, I'll just quickly mention the other films. I've seen the first two in, no, it was Purge, wasn't it? I'm a, quite a big fan of Blumhouse Productions. I, I don't think they make like, the greatest films, but I kind of like what they do. They make these small horror films or you know high concept films on small on small budgets and they generally make the studio or production company I should say quite a lot of money because they tend to hit, have big hit after big hit so I watched the original Purge because my brothers kept saying watch it watch it watch it so I watched Purge really enjoyed it, it was shocked how good it was um, Purge 2 was a good film as well um, I watched Purge 3, which t- is definitely the weakest out of the trilogy. Mm. Um, yeah, it just it's it feels by it it felt tired by the numbers, like they'd run out of ideas, but they kind of wanted to, you know, Milk give the um, possibly that definitely, but at the same time, finish the story. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, that was all right. Um, Insidious 3 again, James Wan exiting directing duties. Um, executive producer this time and again bit by the numbers feels tired um, in my opinion Mm. 
but has a couple of good scares, a couple of really good creepy scenes. The um, some some good ideas in there, but overall, again, like I say, couple of jump scares never really gets under your skin like a horror film should, which is what a lot of people forget about horrors. They just think it's about going to the cinema and going, oh, <laughs> jumping out your seat five hundred times when it's not. It's about seeing making the hairs on your arm or your neck lift and you know just thinking oh my god that's like i said to you about under the skin mm. the scene when she lures the men oh my god i hate that <laughs> but it's so watchable the sound of the music but um, yeah so it was all right um, what did i say was next the conjuring uh yeah the conjuring yeah no i enjoyed that um it has got a lot of the run-of-the-mill jump scares but i kind of like the fact that um I might have seen this one. I can't remember. It's based on two people who really did this for a living. I can't remember the names. But, um, yeah, I, I, I liked that. I thought it was all right. I liked the exorcism scene at the end. And I just, yeah, I just generally thought it was all right. And did have some really creepy scenes. I can't really say because, obviously, we're not doing spoilers. Mm. But that, like I say, if, you know, if I'm saying, if I'm talking about films... The Purge Free, only watch if you've seen the first two. If you haven't, I wouldn't bother. Um, Insidious Free, if you've seen the first two, watch it. You'll probably get something. You probably will enjoy it if you enjoyed the first two. Conjuring, I would recommend watching that. And what was it when I watched Woman in Black? Now, that, opposite, a few really good creepy scenes. None of the jump scares got me at all. And it had a really poor ending. Yeah. Yeah. The ending was dreadful. But, um... That's the Daniel Radcliffe one, isn't it? Yes. Some of the scenes are, in my opinion, again, obviously, horrible. Just... What, badly done? As in... No, good, as in, like, kind of get creepy. Mm. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that that had a couple of creepy scenes, and the jump scares or, you know, the the big bangy moments weren't really there. Mm. But, yeah, it was enjoyable. It's worth a watch, but I wouldn't say... I spoke to a couple of friends on CVG and they was like, oh my God, that film scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and I was like, really? Like, nothing's... I didn't think it was that scary and I generally rule a film, shit my pants at mouse things. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a big boy now. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Mama? Yes. That's the blog who directed it. Oh, is it? Did you know that? No, I didn't. I really, yes. really liked Mama. Mama is really good until the very last scene. Yeah, that was just too much for me. Spoilers. You know what I'm on about? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. Tough luck. It's, what, six years old? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean people have seen it. Um, well, he directed it. Okay, and speaking speaking of it... Yes. It. Um, I should probably just tell everyone, quite embarrassing, um, <laughs> I took my uh, mate and his missus out with my with my wife to watch this because um, for his for his birthday, and I I bought tickets to audio described which doesn't matter because it's just a headphone thing. I've seen that a few times, um, but I didn't see that it said subtitled, so we had to watch this film with fucking subtitles. Oh no! Uh, yeah, but it it, it 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 didn't detract from the film, but it did keep making my eyes glance at the um, mm. the words, but. It is fantastic. It really? really is. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to buy into the. I'm not going to try and sell it to people how they how 
they're marketing it as the scariest film in a decade and that because it's not it's really not a big jumpy scary film what it is is it's oh god it's just it's funny it's a very funny film you probably will laugh more than you jump really it has yes it has got tons of brilliant jokes in it um, the kid from Stranger Films, you just want him to keep talking and not stop because almost every line that comes out of his mouth <laughs> ends up in laughter. Yeah, I think it's Richie's name in it. Um, and he's brilliant, isn't he? He just steals the sit- every scene. Um, these kids, it reminds me of Stand By Me, which is obviously another Stephen King um, adapted movie. And they've got this brilliant bond and the actors, I feel sorry for the adults who have to come in and play these kids in a couple of years' time because they have got huge shoes to fill. Um, they're all brilliant. You can really buy into the bond between them as a group, you know, and how they're all coming together to face the fears together. Mm. Um, but it, oh, Pennywise. Now, there are some jump scenes in there. Don't get me wrong, like, there's a couple of... Uh, can't think how many there is in all together, but I did jump a couple of times, as in like the you know the big loud audio, boom, mm. a couple of times. But the intro, I gasped with the Georgie scene at the start. I actually, lift, I put my hand to my mouth because I was like, I knew it was violent. I always already knew that it was going to be a violent film. Yeah, but the Georgie scene, I just a proper gasp as I was like, I was watching it, and he's talking to him, and he's like, nice supposed to talk. I'm not going to... Everybody knows the words. Everybody knows the, the yeah. lines. I'm, I'm not going to give anything away. He's like, I'm not supposed to speak to strangers. He goes, I'm a stranger. I, what's your name? He goes, George. He goes, I'm Pennywise. Pennywise, meet George. George, meet Pennywise. He's like, no, we're not strangers. And, like, you kind of get this, obviously, feeling that he's a bit... You know, he's obviously nuts. <laughs> but he, he sometimes he, mum, he mumbles something and George is like... Eh. And anyway, the scene begins to get you know more and more, and you're like, oh god, oh god, because you know what's coming. Mm. Anyone who has watched the original or knows about Georgie, you know, hiya Georgie, do you want a balloon and all that stuff? Yeah, knows about what happens to poor little Georgie, and he's kind of luring him and luring him, and then it happens, and I just I raise my hand, I whack myself in the mouth, I was like, oh, I just couldn't believe it because obviously this is a child on screen. Yeah. And I think what made it worse is he looks like a bloke I know, his son. Oh, God. Yeah, and, and oh, God, when you see it, it's the initial thing that happens. You're like, oh, and then it's the screaming and what Georgie does, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm proper, like, please don't let him kill any more kids on screen. Because <laughs> that, the Georgie scene, was horrible. Oh. It just really hot, really bad. I mean, my mum's been to see it today, and she says, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and your mum and dad sound well up for films. <laughs> she does when it's something like that, but it just—I it, it, don't think it escalates any more violent than what happens to Georgie. But the, some of the creepy stuff he does is really horrible. Mm. It's it, uncomfortable. The, yeah, they've got the elements, for me, the elements of horror perfect in this. Like, obviously, it could be scarier, but would I want to lose that balance of laughter? And I think if it's just all-out scare, it it's not as scary, because you kind yeah, of get yeah. used to it. 
yeah, films like Insidious and well, not Insidious because they do have the elements of fun, but like say The Woman in Black, mm. it doesn't work because of stuff you know too out and out, too out and out. You know, you can't do it all. But um, in this, they've got the elements of adventure, the elements of um, comedy, but the horror when like at the beginning, obviously he's trying to get all the kids and he's, he's, he's trying to lure them all with his fear tactics and it shows you each kid's fear because obviously he can um, transform, you know. Yeah. And each kid has a different fear and obviously you see them as the film progresses and then one of them you see right at the end. But um, it's, oh, God. the oh, it's, I can't say if it's spoiling it, but just the scene, you've obviously have you seen the trailers. Uh, yes. So you've seen the scene in the trailer when the kids in the library and he, he, the balloon floats behind him. Yeah. Well, obviously that progresses, mm. and it's just what he says to him, and then the camera pan turns around, and like, oh, that it got under my skin, and it's the way he runs at them, like his his whole body starts like like he's having an epileptic fit, running at them, screaming, and oh, it's. Well, I want to see this. It's it's and it is a film that you should see at the cinema. Mm. It's you know like some films you can watch at home and the end great but some films are designed and not designed are big occasions and that is a big occasion film. I think you'd be missing out not seeing it at the cinema. I think I think we're trying to. I'm trying to get a work thing going. Yeah, but um, it's not very people interested at work. Not I'm not, not my circle of friends. It's not very often a big horror film comes around like this with such an. Um, What's the word? Broad what, No, iconic horror villain character. Yeah. Because although Pennywise only starred in one TV miniseries, Tim Curry um, has made that character, you know, it's, mm. it's an icon of the horror genre. Everyone, yeah, and everyone seems to have seen it. Like, everybody. The new... No, the, the, um, the original. The original. Yeah, yeah. It is a good series. You've never seen it? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? Um, yeah. But... But this is, I mean, I'm not taking nothing away from Tim Curry. But this is way, 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 way better. It's <laughs> just... Who is the clown in this one? Is it an actor that anyone like? Bill Skarsgård. Um, his dad's mega famous. He's, I think he's got like eight. I think I've seen an interview. He's got seven brothers and sisters and they're all actors, apart from the little kids. Mm. But his brothers are actors. His dad, I'm sure his dad is the professor in four. Thor. Yeah, mm. I'm not 100. percent You'd have to double check that, but I think that's his father. Mm. But he he's brilliant. Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. The contortion scene is horrible. Like, I mean, not a lot of people in the cinema. I think thought that was gruesome, but for me, that was pure horror. The way he unravels himself mm. when he's and I was like, oh my god, that's. I said, I said it out loud. I said that is vile. <laughs> the way he's doing that, it's just. <laughs> You know what I mean? And he's just got loads of brilliant scenes. He, he, You do get the... I got the feeling he's just... He obviously is. But I could believe he's pure evil. Mm. Yeah, it's just a must... It's a must-see film. Right, got to see it. Yeah. Got to go see that in cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a couple more films as well. I've been on a film... I don't normally watch that many films, but I've watched um, Arrival. Fantastic. Which you've seen. I watched that. That's on Prime at the moment. 
Is to it? not couldn't include it in the Netflix club, otherwise I would have because I've been dusting to see that film. Yeah. But yeah, that that was fantastic. I loved that. Mm-hmm. The ending's brilliant. Yeah. All the clues are there, and you just don't put it together. Yeah, I, I did put it together before they sort of officially revealed it. I felt the reveal went on a little bit too long. I'm like, surely everyone's got this now. Mm-hmm. I said through sobs of tears. Yeah. I've never cried so much at a film in my life. Yeah, I sobbed, I sobbed at that as much as I do at Forrest Gump, and I still cry at Forrest Gump. <laughs> I've watched Forrest Gump for years. But, um, that scene when he meets his son. Oh, my God. I don't think I've cried at Forrest Gump. Oh, God, not the same with your son. Go back and watch it. If you haven't watched it since you had your daughter, go back yeah, and watch I it. Yeah, I haven't watched it since then. But um, films oh. generally don't make me cry, like, ever. Mm-hmm. But this... I was... Well, that's the scene. It's, a, it's about a child. That scene centers around a child, doesn't it? Yeah, I just couldn't stop crying. Could not stop crying. I was like, "Oh my god, this montage needs to end." Yes, <laughs> I need a break. Yeah, yeah. so intense. Terrible. Yeah, mm. brilliant. That part of the film is. But yeah, that's that's a small element of the film. The whole film as a whole is fantastic. Yeah. What does she name the islands again? Um... It's after a comedy act, isn't it, or something like that? Of the actual two aliens that they communicate with. Yeah. I can't remember now. I can't remember. I'm going to get that film. What, by Yes, she's she's amazing in that. Um, she's, she's one of those actresses that doesn't get a lot of props, but she's she isn't good in everything. What's her name now? Is it Amy, Amy Adams? Adams. Well, she does get a lot of credit, but it's just a case of she's a bit like... You know I love this man, Ryan Gosling. That she's very peculiar. I find a bit what she picks. She, she, it's I always find the film she picks. She wants to be challenged. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, I she can won't see that. do some run run of the mill. I, that's why I look at, look at her. I mean, have you seen Nocturnal Animals? She's in that. No, she's absolutely amazing in that. Um, I know she does like um, she's Lois Lane. And that's probably the most run-of-the-mill thing she does, but she, she still makes the role her own. <laughs> She's yeah. still good at it. She's probably the best, well, not the best thing in Batman's PC Banks. That's obviously Ben Affleck. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Batman. Yes, she's good. I do think she's fantastic. Even in that film, The Disney Princess, the live action, is it Enchanted? Enchanted, yeah. yeah she's amazing in that as well. Yeah, that was... I've watched it once. It was okay, but, yeah, she was... She, if it's not her, the film, the film kind of relies on her, doesn't it? Mm, it'd be very forgettable knows. without her. Yeah, her like, what's this? What's that? You know, like she can't believe where she is, and yeah, she's great. And Jeremy Renner's a good actor; he's really good in that as well. Yeah, I recognised him, but I didn't know where from. But um, yeah, he's, he was very good in it too. Yeah. He's in the Bourne Legacy. He plays um, is it Hawkeye in the Avengers films? Oh yeah, you know he was good in that. He was very good in, in Arrival. He's in a good film called The Town, directed by Ben Affleck, and he's absolutely amazing in that. Mm, that's not he plays a psycho in it. Is that on the yeah. Uh I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think uh, Ben Affleck's directorial debut is, is now Gone Baby Gone. Is that good? He's, Oh, that's amazing. Absolute, and it's got a lovely... I'm not going to mention anything else, but that is an amazing film. Watch it. Go on, I'm just going to search for it now. You um, are? I'm just going to have a look for it now on um, 
Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it is on Netflix. Gone Baby Gone or the Tone. Gone Baby Gone. Yeah, and watch it. So that is on Netflix. Netflix listeners. And the old called The Town. Yes, that was his second film. That is amazing as well. Mm, That's not on there. No, probably wouldn't be. Things you pop up when you type in The Town are The Out of Towners. Okay, I can see where that came from. The Crown. I can see where that came from. Sons of Anarchy. And Gilmore Girls. I swear Netflix just wants me to watch Gilmore Girls. It pushes it at me every opportunity. I have no idea what that is. I don't know what that is, but I'm not interested in it. It just no. it, it thinks I want to be. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what else have we been watching? <laughs> um, Rick and Morty. Have you ever watched an episode of Rick and Morty? No, it's on my list. It is on my list. I will watch it at some point. I'm completely up to date now. I'm now waiting for episodes by the week. Because season uh-huh. three is like going on now as we speak. Mm-hmm. So there's not many. Yeah. I think there's only like ten episodes a season, and they're not terribly long. Could definitely I will, do it. I will crack on with that. And there's another one I want to watch called the Bojack Horseman. Yeah, I watched that when it first came out. Somehow that seems like only maybe a year ago, and it's on season four now. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember quite enjoying it. But it's got that art style that I just can't get on board with. It's yeah. like King of the Hill and Bibbs and Bite. That look, I just yeah. I don't like it very much. Have you seen um, Archer? A few episodes, but again, I didn't stick with it. Yeah, I need to get back on that. I love that. It's I love stuff like that. You, but, you know, a you bit like like. I'll try. I'm not saying I'm not a racist or a sexist or anything, but I love stuff that's going to push it right to the line. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you see that? Um, like South Park. That yeah, I was about to say South Park, the the game. Have you seen what they've oh, done? Oh yeah, yeah. That's so. <laughs> it's it's the don't care though. That's no. the thing I love about them. Like because because don't get me wrong. If they drop some you know some like racist um, words and in there, then yeah, it's unacceptable. But they kind of like about everything. Don't let him, I don't know if I'm right in saying this, but it's kind of like, don't let everything get to you. Yeah. If people want to be um, small-minded and whatnot, let them be small-minded, but just have a laugh about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's bigger issues in life than some of the stuff that they ridicule. But I think what they're doing with, with this new thing is, is they're making a point, and people can't really complain because it, in America, I think, it is kind of true. So yeah. basically, for anyone who doesn't know what they've done in the South Park game, <laughs> the... Um, if you set the difficulty level to hard or the, just set it on like a high difficulty level, your skin gets darker. <laughs> so when it's on really hard, you're black because life's harder in America harder. when you're black. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is... Mad. Yeah, but it's, it's kind it's of... Not mad. It's, it's, it's not it's mad. Kind of, it's not like yeah. mad. It's like an... A stroke it's of, brave. It's, it's brave. brave. Yeah. yeah. And it's right on the money, I think. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like... I'm not laughing at the fact that what the because you know skin changes colour. I just think I'm laughing at the fact that they don't give a they they hate America. I get the feeling <laughs> they hate their country. They, the, yeah, you know, they have a lot of or the hate I think it stands for nowadays. Anyway. Yeah, I think I think they love their country. I think they just have a lot of issues with it. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, back <laughs> back to the films. Yeah, you've got to watch Rick, Rick and Morty. 
I'm going to check that out. Watch at least three episodes by the next time we chat. I'll try to. Uh, yeah, I've got so much on going on. Like I was telling you, I'm watching that Heads Get Away of Murder, which I'm kind of embroiled in. I love it. How far have you got with that? I might go back to that because I'm about four or five episodes in. Well, I've only been watching it two days. I'm six episodes in. Jesus. And now that's what happens when I get into something. And a part of the reason I really love it is because I really, really love Viola Davis. I think she's an amazing actress. Is that um, the, um, the one who gives the, te- the teaching? The teaching. Yeah, the professor. The I can't professor. remember. But um, she's just an amazing actress, and she just—I just love watching her. I think when she's on screen, I could just listen to her and listen to her and listen to her. Mm. Just, Oh, some people have screen presence, don't they? Yeah. And she's got it in bags and bags. She's just brilliant. And um, I don't know, it's like, I know it's cheesy, like 24, which I, I told you earlier, I finished that. Um, and I know it's cheesy, I know it. The parts of it are absolutely dog shit, but <laughs> I've, got these, I've got guilty pleasures for shows like 24 and Scream on Netflix, which I know is shit. But I love it. It's something about it. I don't know, I can't mm-hmm. explain it. Yeah. Pulp, pulp. Uh, what's, the, what's that expression? I don't know. Is it Pulp Fiction? Is that the expression? Pulp. I know that's the film, but is it like Pulp Fiction, where it's just like cheesy, over the top? Um, Could be. I'm not. I'm not familiar with it, to be honest. Okay, I'm probably in case I'm making that fool of myself. I'm going to stop talking about it. It's going to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I cut that out. <laughs> um. So yeah, I might go back to that then if you're watching that, so we can have a proper chat on that as well. Yeah. Because I got in, I watched that because there was uh, two people at work that just devoured it really quickly, like you're doing. So they could not get enough of it. So I tried mm-hmm. it. And I, I couldn't keep up with them, and then I sort of just lost interest, and it didn't pull me back in. No. But it, it was good. I think the reason I didn't go back to it is because I was trying to watch it with my other half, and she mm-hmm. wasn't feeling it. So then I kind of was like waiting for her to like get to another episode and I just, it just fell by the wayside. Yeah. Right, what else have we got on our list? Oh, Mad Max. I watched Mad Max. Brilliant film. Another film I've been itching to watch for ages. That popped up on uh, Prime, Amazon Prime. Um, I loved that. That was fantastic. Yes, good film. It's just really good. Yeah, all that action film that is. Yeah. Like not much else goes on at all in that film. It's just, there's not even much dialogue. No, there's not. There's not. Um, but, um, it did, it did, it's got a good story, though. Yeah, I, I thought the story was good, didn't it? My mate watched it, he said it was crap. Um, but again, I think with him, it might have been a case of he didn't like the female impairment that the film was kind of portraying. Is that mm. right? Yeah. But, um,. It's never been anything that bothers me having a. I, I don't like watching films when they get it wrong, and because mm-hmm. to me that does more damage than it can do good. But when you watch something like Mad Max and say, for instance, Wonder Woman, um, where they get it spot on, then yeah, man, I'm all for more of that. It's, it's different than watching just some like what we say about Gears of War, just yeah. a bunch of muscle-bearing guys kicking the shit out of everyone. That's why I think the Bourne films resonated with everyone so much because it wasn't your typical, oh, I can kick everyone's ass and I will kick everyone's ass and I'm going to save the save the day and get the girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love the Bourne films. 
Yeah, Mad um, Max is brilliant. Yeah, Mad Max is really good. I mean, it still does rely on Mad Max, on Max. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it is more about the women and liberating yeah. the women. He does kind of play second fiddle to the women. Yeah. In a good way, though. Mm. Not in a kind of, like, you know, they're telling him what to do in that. They just, mm. they don't actually need him. It, does, it just doesn't matter that they're women. I don't think. Yes. I mean, for the plot and the, the reason they're being suppressed, that's obviously, that that's because they are women. Yes. And what they can do. But, I mean, yeah. when he's with them, he doesn't, it's not that they're women. There's no romance there. There's no nothing. They could be men. They could be women. They could be aliens. Yes. It's just working together. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that film. Yeah, great film. Very I don't good. know if we'll get a sequel, but I th- really, I don't know how movie. a sequel would work. To be honest, the sequel well, is it, the game, David. It captures the game so well. The game captures the film. That. Well, yeah, that way around. <laughs> <laughs> I played it. I played the game first. But, um, yeah, yeah, everything, everything, all the detail is just in that game, and it looks so good. And it, oh, it's almost like this would be a good example of a of a of a film being a really good like made from video game material. If mm-hmm. it came that if it came that way around, I know the game came after the film. Yeah, but the classic thing of um, you can't make a good video game movie. If these came the release different different way around, it it would be it would break that rule because it's they're so similar. The game gets the film so well, the tone, the mood, everything. It's fantastic. You would love it. Yeah, I will, I will play the game at some point. I've just got such a huge. I mean, I've been unwell. I haven't bought a game for like three foot. Well, I've got Pez. I haven't bought. Well, sounds sound again. I'm talk, talking bullshit here. I've bought everybody's <laughs> gold fan Pez in the last few weeks. I haven't bought, as in, I haven't gone mad on the sales. Mm. You know, just kept adding to the backlog. Mm. Just a quick remark, tell you my phone's on 10%, so I've probably got about another 30 minutes. Well, probably not even that. Last time you were on this, it went really quickly. We'll have a look anyway. Um, should we jump to um, jump to games to kind of segue there with the uh, Mad Max? Oh yeah, look what you did there. Let's go. Oh, oh yeah, games. Um, <laughs> you've been playing everybody's golf. Yes. You're loving it. It's a golf game. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say there can't be much to say about it. It's a um, golf game. I'll, I'll just kind of breeze over it quickly. Um, it, it is really good. It's definitely the best everybody's golf here. Um, it's got a great leveling up system to level up your clubs, which is power, control, backspin, and um, backdoor ability, which is if you chip in chipping off the greens and you know it goes in then next time you've got to put any kind of you know and it sometimes goes around the hole it'll mm. sink instead of coming back out mm. the more you level up um it's a it takes a bit too much grinding to unlock the other courses in the um, tournament mode career mode etc but it's fun um we had a good session online but it took us like two hours to play a nine-hole course because of the way you have to sit there and watch everybody else take their shots and there's four of us in the group. Mm. But yeah, it's it's not the best-looking game, but it is very nice-looking. A bit like, you know, like the Mario games on the Wii U where you kind of like... Um, yeah, it's a good... It's, it's, it's amazing what they can do without the most powerful system. Mm. And everybody's golf's a bit like that. Like, it's, it's just nice and bright colours and it just... It's nice. Basically, yeah, yeah. A good, it is everything a good you want from a golf game. 
Yeah, and it's cheap. I think it's like £25, which is in this... Sony's been doing that quite a lot recently with some of their games. But yeah, if you've played any of the others and enjoyed them, it's it's a, you should probably pick it up. Just on PlayStation, unfortunately, not on Switch, which is where I would love to have that game. Yeah, well, it's a Sony Japan game, so... Yeah. And you've tried the FIFA demo... Uh, even no. though you've already bought the Pez game, which was a risky move, I think. Um, yeah, I tried the FIFA demo yesterday, and yeah, FIFA same as. No, it's definitely improved. Um, I think I still think there's that feeling of lag between what the button press and what happens on screen. I've been told there's not not none at all. I don't believe that. I think <laughs> the there FIFA is. fans have said you're wrong. <laughs> yes, um, visually a lot better than it has been previously. I'm still not sure if it's better looking than Pez, um, but the presentation I think is, is miles and miles and miles ahead, which it always has been. Um, but I could go on about how many little issues I had with the demo. I mean, at one point, the ball was bobbling around the area, and all Noyo had to do for Bayern Munich was pick the ball was. Looping at the air, he was standing underneath it, let it fall into his arms. Mm. No, he dives up one-handed <laughs> and be- and parries it. I was thinking, what are you doing? <laughs> and the Man City player gets it and then misses. I was like, all right. My son, who's eight, was saying that this, he was picking out the issues in it, that he had a 2v1 situation and the defender stayed with um, Lewandowski instead of marking Ruben, who's running with the ball. He should have come across, you know, and mm. shut the gate. So he couldn't run through on goal, but he could, at the same time, he couldn't pass across the box for Lewandowski. Yeah. But no, the AI didn't do that, and he just run through and scored. And he just, he, he just said it wasn't... He didn't say these words, but to paraphrase him, he wasn't satisfying. Yeah. And then today, I played Pez, and the difference is unbelievable. I've got the ball at the back with the right back, the goalkeeper runs out to the edge of the area and puts his hands up to give the... I'll have the ball. I'll have <laughs> the ball. You know, he's waving at me for the ball back because I'm being pressed yeah. by um, the Monaco strikers or wingers. And I thought, holy shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he wants... He's call, He's telling me to give him the ball. Yeah. And little Did things you? like... No, no, no. And then, like... The ball drops in in the six-yard box. The player turns one way, sees me come across, turns the other way. Mignolet runs off his line, does that sliding animation. He shoots it. It hits my defender because I slide on the inside of the heel, spins out. My keeper's obviously stranded, and I thought, shit, it's going to roll in. And it just rolls past the back post out for a corner. I was like, oh. But it was one of that. I felt like, you know, when you're watching a real match, you're like, oh. Yeah. And I just thought... the. F- They've just put those little touches in this year again, and it feels so. It's slower, a lot slower, but it's so much better than last year's game. And yeah, it's got slower again. It's slower this year, mm. but in a good way. Mm. Really feels like you can twist and turn with the good players on the edge of the box. Give yourself a yard. Yeah, have a shot. But the goalkeepers are excellent again. The, the amount of animations they've got, and the way they come out and punch a ball, claim the ball, throw the ball. I said it last year, but this year's goalkeepers are the best ever again. High praise. Yeah, it's it's a, you know I haven't put hours and hours and hours into it, but it's it's a brilliant football game. Mm. Mm. Cool. I've been playing Uncharted Lost Legacy. 
Oh, I never knew you had that. Oh, yeah, I pre-ordered it ages ago, and it arrived, obviously, and, um, yeah, I've been playing that. Very good. Good. It's, um, it seems a little more concise than the Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, uh, it's refreshing not having, I mean, I haven't missed Drake, because obviously he's not in this, it's about, um, yeah. Chloe Fraser. Um, she's, um, she's, um, filling these boots easily. And the plot's really good, and the set pieces so far have been really good. Like, the locations are stunning. Mm. It's just one of those, when you, while you're playing it, like Uncharted 4, really, it's just, you forget how fantastic Naughty Dog can make a game look. Game. Yeah. Stunning. Um, but yeah, it is kind of just more Uncharted, so if you're a bit bored of Uncharted, this isn't going to bring you back in. It's It's very much from the same recipe book. But, yeah. um, fantastic and like I said seems a little less flabby very good and, uh, so do you think I was just going to say do you think Uncharted will continue I think it needs to go away for uh, maybe three or four years mm. just just so you have a break PS5 launch yeah that would be amazing yeah it would. that would be the time to bring it back actually I think mm. let them do some more um Last of Us and maybe a new IP, and then yeah. bring back Uncharted next time. Yeah, I don't know who with. I mean, there's more characters coming into it now. I'm in the plot where I am, uh, a few more little twists and turns going on. I don't know how far mm-hmm. in I am. I don't know how long it is. I can't gauge it because it's if it's supposed to be like DLC, isn't it? But it's like an added-on story. Yeah, well, it was going to be DLC, but then it got so big and ambitious. Mm. They decided to make it standalone. Yeah. That's another game that came out around £25. Yeah, it's a bargain. And you think what well, mm-hmm. you pay for the full Uncharted game and then they've done this for like half the yeah. price. Amazing. There's no less effort in it, I tell you. Maybe it's, yeah. it's almost certainly going to be shorter, obviously, but it's... it's well, That's a game I'm going to pick up. It's definitely getting picked up at some point. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have more of that when I finish it. But uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. really good. I've been playing Mario Rabbids as well. Yeah, I heard that's good. Yeah, it's shockingly good. I mean, I knew it was going to be good. I knew it was going to be solid. Mm-hmm. But it is, it is really good. I've hit one. Um, what's it? Uh, where you hit like a gravity? Uh, not gravity. Difficulty uh, spike. Difficulty spike. Hit one of them where I got stuck for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, it hadn't made it clear that if I changed my party, I'd get like a health boost because all my people. I was using were like really low on health because they'd been battered in the previous matches. Yeah. And then I realised I could just swap them and pull in some people I hadn't really used much. Yeah. And then like, it was still difficult but I, just, I got through and now I'm at a boss and I've just been beaten by this boss. Um, I don't know how far I am on that one either. It's hard to judge because I've not played like this is a new sort of thing. And it feels very much like a Mario game, not a Rabbids game. I've never played a Rabbids game because it never appealed to me. Yeah. So I don't know which elements, other than the Rabbids themselves, I'm seeing versus the Mario elements. Mm-hmm. If visually, it all looks like a Mario game to me. Yeah. But then the, the Rabbids, definitely the language being used is not very Mario. <laughs> um, some of the humour is definitely not very Mario but then the Mario yeah. elements they stay very Mario so they are constantly clashing and butting heads yeah. but it's really good really good and the gameplay is fantastic I love the sort of turn based strategy stuff I'm never yeah. very good at it otherwise I'd play more of them but 
this seems to be my level so <laughs> far. But yeah, really enjoying that. I recommend that to anyone. Yeah, it does look good on the screens. Yeah. It's got a multi- multiplayer, but I've not tried it yet. Mm. And uh, today, put Batman VR on. Yeah. That's very good, Dave. You would love Is this it? game. Um, for saying you don't move around very much. Yeah. You do go to a lot of locations and do quite a lot of stuff. I've not finished mm. it, but it's very puzzly. Very, and there's lots to interact with, lots to do. The story's really um, good. Mm-hmm. It's deeper than I thought it was going to be. Like, um, you're dealing with the death of somebody. I mean, in the comic books, it's probably old news. I'm not going to say it because it is a spoiler. Yeah, someone's dead. <laughs> um, someone's missing. Um, yeah, I was quite surprised. But yeah, it's really good. You get to, you probably do feel like Batman. You've got all these gadgets. You've got your, your utility belt. You've got yeah. um, loads of gadgets going on. You can call your Batwing and your Batmobile. Uh, you don't get to drive them. Um, when you're in it, it kind of, the screen goes black and you hear conversations and stuff while the, while the sound effects of the vehicle are going on. Yeah. And then you're at the location and you've got your, your stuff to sort out. It's very much the detective Batman. Yeah. Not action Batman because that would be yes. difficult to be yeah. but yeah it's really good properly felt a bit like Batman when I put the gloves on and looked in the mirror yeah and then you descend into the Batcave and because you're standing still on a lift that's going down that felt very cool but yeah I'll just go on. I was just going to say just a case of VR coming down in price and being able to test it really for me now I there's, there's a lot of games on there I want to play now but it's, you know you're not going to fork out £300 or whatever it is at the moment no. without testing it. Mm. You, don't, you have to come round. You've got to come round and try it. Yeah. You'd love Batman. I don't think it's as good as Static. I love Static. That's still my favourite VR game. Which, oh, yeah, I remember you mentioning that now. So you got the hands in the box, yeah. Yeah, hands in the box in a chair. Puzzle game. Yeah. Fantastic. But, yeah, Batman's really good. I want to get back and finish that. It didn't. I didn't notice it saving or saying it saved. Or so I hope that replay with that first part. Mm-hmm. But I had to stop. I would have carried on, but I had to stop and go and get my little girl from school. <laughs> uh, does that have a platinum? Um, I did look at the trophies. I don't remember seeing a platinum. Mm-hmm. There's lots of trophies there. Lots. It hints at those that there's um, a lot to actually do. Yeah. Other than just like the main plot. But yeah. Mm. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Yeah. Rabbids and Uncharted. Rabbids and Uncharted. I think that brings us to the end of everything we've been up to. Yeah. Unless you've got anything else. Oh, no, a bit of news. Oh, yes, go on then. Uh, L.A. Noir. Someone yeah. apparently wanted to play that again. And Rockstar <laughs> said, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, right, just keep it quick and short, but it is a good game. It's just... It didn't help that you didn't know what you know. You go for the calm reaction. He goes, "Tell me where that fucking." <laughs> you would be like, "Oh, I thought that was the calm selection." It was. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, it just yeah. the reactions never seem to line up with your option, the dialogue options. So, that was the weakest bit of the whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I, mean, Good I, like... I did enjoy it though as a game. I've got to admit. I think I finished it, so I must have enjoyed it. I wouldn't have stuck with it if I didn't. 
but I've got no desire to double dip on it. No, nor me. It's one of them ones where if it's on the sale, I might pick it up. I wouldn't even do that because I'm not going to put your time in it again. No. But interestingly, well, it's on Switch and the Switch can handle that. That was a big yeah. world. Quite, you know, good graphics. <laughs> I just I just laughed because I thought to myself, imagine everything Nintendo owners going to play that on the Switch for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> and, and, and they've got no excuses because they've had like five years worth you know, Pete's maybe maybe six, seven years mm. since it came out. It's okay. Could it be that long? It could be that long, yeah. It's all right. Oh. It's just was it a PlayStation Three game, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's coming again. Um, Nintendo had a little Nintes press conference thing. Uh-huh. Lots of uh, little Nintes being shown off, but the big one there was Travis Touchdown. No more heroes coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, you don't care. Um, I do, no. but I don't think it's a proper No More Heroes game, which was disappointing. Have you seen the premise? No. Okay, so you're Travis Touchdown. Yeah. And you're fighting this guy in this the trailer. You're fighting this guy. Yeah. And then at some point you get sucked into a console, a games console. Yeah. And then you have to play six mini games in that console, and that's the game. Yeah. But the mini games are all being made by guest studios. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, on the screen when they're playing in the trailer, when he's playing a game before he gets in the fight, he's playing Miami. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami, not um, not Miami Vice. Hotline yeah. Miami. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're one of the guest studios. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, so I'm not sure if it's going to be a 3D game in bits, and then it's going to mm-hmm. be like little segments of game I don't know I need to see yeah. more but I love uh, No More Heroes Universe Travis Touchdown is awesome yeah. so I can't wait to see more of that yeah I did like the characters in that and they just I got fed up with the tr- um, open world sections I'm sure it was the open world I think I said to you that did yeah. my it was empty to be fair <laughs> there's nothing yeah. in it and the bike had just, was like dog shit yeah there's just no need for it but I loved it mm-hmm. um, and the other news You've heard this. I haven't seen this anywhere, but you uh, got wind of this. Bayonetta and Vanquish. And Shenmue 1 and 2. Separate collections, obviously. Apparently, it's been leaked by a retailer. I can't think who it was, but apparently they're being remastered. You are? Amazon France? Possibly. Probably. Yeah. But I would be up for the Shenmue for those collections, to be fair. I've never played Shenmue. I'm tempted by Shenmue because I... um, from what I gather, it's the kind of game we would probably like. Um, kind know. of adventure game, you know, dialogue options and you have to get a job and stuff like that. But yeah, it looks right. It looked ropey back in the day. I'm not convinced by it. I don't oh, God, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's going to age well, but I'd wait and see. See how good a port it or remaster it is. Yeah. But Bayonetta and Vanquish, I mean, if that was announced at, say... Twenty twenty five pounds. I think that'd be a day one for me. They could release them individually at twenty five pound each, or twenty pound each. Mm, I don't know. I think they'd be pushing the lock. Because I'm not really interested do. in Bayonetta. I bought it twice. I wouldn't pay twenty pound for Bayonetta or twenty pound for Vanquish. I'd pay twenty for Vanquish again. No, I wouldn't. I think that's pushing the lock. I want it again. I'm going to platinum it this time. Why I say that is because I think it's only like twelve dollars on Steam for the new for the. PC version of Vanquish. 
So and that's that would, what the that would, probably, that would probably translate to about 20 quid. Yeah, for both. No, for Vanquish. Oh, $12 to 20 quid. Yeah, PC games are always cheap. There's less licensing issues because Sony mm. and Microsoft don't like take a cut. Yeah. We'll see. Time yeah. will tell. Time will tell. Well, right, if Vanquish remastered is good news because Vanquish is yeah. awesome. I love that game. I want, more. I want, I want a sequel to it. Why would I do a sequel to it? Maybe they're testing the water with this. Possibly. Everyone buy it because I want a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I need a sequel to that game. It's so cool. You're not getting it. <laughs> I am. And I'm going to plan it this time. I'm not going to rest on a plan on that game. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't put that on tape. Right? <laughs> Play it back to me, should I? <laughs> right, we better go before your battery dies. Yeah, it's it almost on, on the brink now. It is on. Let's have a look. Seven. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Not bad. I was shocked at that, actually. Yeah, I thought it was going to be gone quicker than that. Yeah. All right, let's wrap anyway, because I think that is all our news, looking at mm. our list of chat topics. So, yeah, just to recap on next on Netflix Club Films for next time, Look Who's Back, a film about Adolf Hitler, about comedy by all accounts, and Shimmer Lake. Yeah, what that's about. Dave's pick. Text them me and I'll uh, check them out. Text what? You text them to me and I'll I'll put them both on my list. Okay. Shimmer Lake's on your list, isn't it? Yeah, Shimmer List. Sorry, I meant um, the other one. Yaku's back. Yeah. Cool. What was that other film that I've added to my watch list that you mentioned earlier? Um, Gone, Gone Baby Gone. Yes. I'll watch that as well. So we'll probably talk about that next time. Okie doke. But maybe not. The important ones, <laughs> the important ones are Look Who's Back and Shimmer Lake. Yeah, I'll get off. They're your homework, people. <laughs> uh. Right, and that's it. This has been the Real Don't Grow Up podcast. Uh, if you want to catch me on Twitter, I'm at Anthony Holmes. Dave's at Dave Holmes82. Uh, the Instagram is We Don't Go Out. I'm going to get a lot more going on there and do mini reviews and stuff. So you can look out for the Rabbids review and the Uncharted review. As soon as I've done them, they'll be coming, and probably the Batman review because I'm probably nearly at the end of that as well. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's the we don't go out on Instagram. That's its Twitter too, and if you search that on Tumblr, it's on there as well. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Oh, well.